Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? The Rutgers Office of Career Exploration and Success hosted a virtual event entitled Behind the Screens, the Video Game Industry. Among the panelists, two electronic arts directors discuss what it takes to make games and how to break into gaming. RU's own Regine Bowen describes her current role. I am a development director at EA. I am also a RU graduate, uh, 95. Um, and I currently work on making the college football game. I've worked on a couple of other EA um, sports games out of the Orlando studio uh, development director. It's really operations oversight. So, you know, managing the various people uh, for the skills that go into making a game, the process, the schedule, all of the things, the glue of bringing everything together to help us deliver uh, a game. Tony Stanley shares his background, which began with another major entertainment corporation. I work with Regine at EA Sports here in Orlando. I am the narrative animation director for Madden. I've been with EA for 19 years. Before that, uh, 10 years Walt Disney feature animation. While remote workers have made Madden for years, Stanley explains how the COVID-19 pandemic has created new opportunities for collaboration. Especially after COVID, uh, my team personally, we were working remotely even before that. Uh, believe it or not, Madden is, you know, is a very you know, national game in the United States, but is, is made by an international team uh, going through, and we've gotten really good at that. Uh, but COVID really made that, took it to the next level. Immediately, everybody was working at home and we actually became really efficient in it. Last year's Madden was completely made by everybody at home working together. Uh, Zoom calls, we find uh, any way we could to communicate. Uh, even within the last year, we've been having meetings uh, in virtual reality for planning. Uh, so it's, it's been a fascinating time. It's really jump-started a, a lot of this and a lot of this, the, the things we have in place for people to work remotely. Um, it's no longer an issue, and it's been working actually really well. Putting the arts in electronic arts, Stanley emphasizes the importance of the motion capture or mocap artists who are dedicated to bringing the players alive in Madden. That's something I take really seriously. Um, I deal a lot with actors for mocap, and uh, we in Madden we we hire stuntmen and actors. Uh, we spend a lot of time in Los Angeles, and I, I go through a, a very vetted process for um, auditions going through. And just the actors that I've talked to, they've all taken this very seriously and studied it. It is a serious study, and it is not something that you just naturally talented. It takes a lot of work. It's not that easy. And uh, just be able to repeat your lines and get to inflections and, and working with other people and be able to listen to others, it takes a lot of practice. So uh, any... Um, any acting schools locally, there's some wonderful there right around you guys, right? Um, be able to take classes, uh, improv, uh, just workshops. I, I encourage you to do all that. It will improve your skills tremendously. In addition to being made around the world, Madden is played by an international audience, which includes NFL players. Stanley notes the wonder in the eyes of athletes who visit him in Orlando. We're literally working with NFL players who grew up playing Madden and learn to play football through the game. And 
when they come to visit us, they're just excited to meet us and just realizing the impact that it has worldwide. You never get tired of that, you know, and, and people look forward to that. It's a lot of work, but just going by and seeing your kids playing it, um, it's still very rewarding to get that, knowing that all that work is being enjoyed and appreciated. Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson share a bond as players to appear on the cover of Madden. Also, you'll hear from John Madden in this clip from the 2021 Fox documentary, All Madden. Playing myself on Madden, it was so weird because I tried to run too much. I didn't focus on passing. So I went and got Brady and, and, and Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, and I always wanted to be a pocket passer, so I played with those guys. John Madden was the voice. He made me want to play in the National Football League. I used to watch the throwback games, and they have um, Vince Lombardi and John Madden, you know, legendary coaches, you know, getting held up by their team at the time. So I already seen Mr. Madden, like, okay, he, he was a coach. Like, he, he's not gonna be a water boy and getting put up in the air like that. I'm not gonna lie, I really lose on Madden. Like, if I'm playing, I don't really lose like that. Like, it gotta be somebody who really good to make me lose. <laughs> I'm not just gonna lose. I think if, if you look at the game, and the evolution is a game. You know, the pro football game changes. As we've grown, the game has gotten faster. It's played at a faster pace, and the players are faster. EA Sports, it's in the game. Well, my first encounter with the game, that's when they had Michael Vick on the cover. <laughs> the younger version of myself and other guys, you know, we used to Classic. play with our favorite players. I mean, that, that's what we did all our lives, you know? It still give you that little, that little kid vibe, like I'm still a little kid at heart. And it's like, man, I want to go to the league one day. There's a lot of kids that have learned football by playing the Madden game, where they'll say, you know, we ought to do it like they do it in the video game. And I'm thinking, holy moly, what a change. You know, it's okay to say, what are you doing? I'm going to go play Madden. Oh, yeah, 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 they showed me this. It's dope. Like, when they told me, yeah, you're, you're the guy who was choosing this year, I'm like, what? Like, I almost cried. <laughs> I don't cry. <laughs> yeah. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> yeah, that's hard right there. That's hard. Transitioning from making Madden to breaking into the gaming industry, Bowen explains how marketing and IT have helped her tell stories and learn the technical side of the business. I went to Rutgers, as I said, undergrad, I was at the business school and I majored in marketing. I only worked in marketing for a short time. My first real job after college was with AT&T, where I worked um, for a bit in marketing. Um, and then I got into the systems that supported the business, um, you know, marketing systems, ordering, billing. And I realized I enjoyed that. So I uh, got more into that and I got a master's in IT. So I guess I use that more um, in software development because essentially creating games is creating software. Um, I like to say it's the fun part of software development. And so um, that, that degree I think is more applicable, although I think a marketing degree helps with lots of different things. So I, I do use that, but um, I, I, I would say maybe more my 
um, management information systems degree is probably more directly applicable to my day-to-day job. If you're looking for a gaming job, Bowen shares a few of the hot areas, including one constant. I think that that varies over time, but um, I can tell you what I'm seeing right now. Um, software engineers with a focus on graphics and rendering, super hot. Everybody wants them. Nobody can have enough of them. Um, uh, technical artists, XD, uh, you know, UI, UX designers. Um, but those are, the, for me, the top three. I mean, software engineers always, you know, we're always looking for variations of engineers. So that's another good one. As EA seeks talent, Bowen explains why remote work is an option, and Stanley celebrates the opportunities open to people getting into the industry today. One of the challenges that I was going to say that that, uh, I I believe the industry faces based on some of the challenges I have is finding people with the right skills. And I think as some folks have said, you know, remote work has kind of opened that pool because previously we would look locally. Um, But now uh, I think that's, you know, your key, right? If you're not seeing it local, um, look for what are those skills that seem to be, you know, sought after. Um, Companies are probably going to be willing to have you work remote because we are looking to fill those positions and we can't often find them. So that that's an opportunity to, you know, to be able to, to get in on, um, you know, maybe a unique skill in, in the industry. Yeah. You know, you, especially, I mean, you guys are in a really unique time. I've never seen this much demand for the talent to make video games. And so the, the world is wide open to you guys to do about anything you want, right? So, I mean, it wasn't like that even 10 years ago. So, and it's just, um, just figure out exactly what you want to focus on, be the best at it that you can, and, and the opportunities are there. Stanley and Bowen discuss how collaboration and creativity are key to starting a gaming career. Definitely look for internships. And a lot of times look for smaller companies just to get a breakthrough and just really understand the lingo. Uh, But not only that, just learning to work as a group, all these small efforts lead up to bigger and bigger things, right? Um, The foundations of just communicating and just uh, really learning your craft and and getting better at it. It's relatively a small industry and you'll immediately start getting connections. Just get your, your user groups, there's all kinds of, um, you know, support systems out there to, to network as you go through. All the candidates I get, I immediately go to the real um, for animation. It speaks volumes. Your work is going to speak for you. Always do the very best you can and put that forefront and, and just be as direct as possible with that. Um, and constantly keep evolving that. You're going to get better and then just keep updating that. Yeah, I'll piggyback off of that. Uh, I think first and most important thing is figure out what you love and then develop your skills and develop your brand. I think um, um, Tony touched on that. Um, That's an important thing is developing your brand. You know, once you figure out what you want to do, grow the skill, create your portfolio, start to be known for that thing. And then internships, lots of companies offer them. EA has internships. 
don't wait till the summer because we post those things in February. We locked in summer interns in March. So for this summer, missed the boat, but uh, sometimes we do um, internships in December. So look out for that. Check check all the company websites. Look for those internships opp- opportunities because that is, is a helpful differentiator. Um, you know, just the skills that you've developed either on your own or at any company that you had the opportunity to work with. Stanley and Bowen highlight the skills and resources to set up job seekers for success. What you want to focus on really being this engineering, uh, animation, uh, you got environment artists, uh, um, the design, uh, the management groups. I mean, it would just be able to, you know, producers, it, it takes all of them to be able to go the marketing, it, it all comes together. And, and as Regine said, find out what you really love because you're going to be doing it a lot. Right. And so you really better love it. Um, and just, just follow that and, and go, there will be opportunities. And if you love it, it's going to show in your work and um, you know, you'll stand out. Yeah. And I'll just add to that, um, you know, start with what Tony said, figure out what you want. I always encourage people to go, go look at job ads, look at what are they looking for? Cause that, you know, what, once you have a general idea, what you're interested in, you can look at what are they looking for? If you are applying for a software development position, C++, there's a test. So get your C++ skills up, get ready for that test because they they want to verify that you, and actually some of the different um, skill areas do have that. So, you know, animation may have some kind of skills test. So I, I say, look at the job ads um, early and often, you know, as because that helps you maybe figure out what classes you want to, take these days we've got youtube and you can learn whatever you want you probably can get some online certifications um so i think it's important to know what companies are looking for so that you know that that helps you go off and build your brand as i said you know develop those skills be able to document them we talked about lots of different places where you do that your resume linkedin websites, your portfolio. So figure out what's needed, make sure you're developing those skills, and then make sure that you are creating something to communicate that to folks, because that's, that's where marketing comes in. You've got to market yourself. Absolutely. You've got that. You've got LinkedIn Learning, Udemy. Uh, They're all phenomenal. I mean, you guys are so lucky to have all these, these, wonderful learning tools at your fingertips and there's no reason you won't be able to find it. Yeah. You guys have Google and chat GPT, like whatever question (laughs) you have, that's, that's much more advanced than, uh, than when I was in school. So, um, you know, as far as to find out any of those questions, I think that's, that's a good first place to start and help guide you on, you know, next step. I've been making my living as an artist for 35 years now. The first game I made was actually after I finished The Lion King at Disney that kept us on to help on the Sega Genesis version of The Lion King. So I was actually drawing a pencil and paper. And yes, we've seen it change a little bit since then. Stanley says you can get your start by creating your own game. And then he returns to collaboration 
as coding and communicating keep teams on task to create great gaming experiences. You out there make your own games of the tools are there for you now. Uh, just be able to get Unreal Engine for free. Um, so many tutorials right there on the website to be able to go through and get started. And with the various groups that you've already have in your organization, you can start breaking that up and then, you know, literally make a small game yourself. But at least you're learning the tools. And, and another thing she touched on is, you know, learning to code, even if it's only enough to be able to understand it so you can communicate. Because at the end of the day, everything's got to be coded, right? So even if you're a writer, you know, whatever, you still have to communicate that vision and somehow be able to get it in. And you have to work together as a team. So literally learning to speak each other's languages. Thanks to Bowen, Stanley, and the Rutgers Office of Career Exploration and Success for this peek behind the curtain as you consider what it takes to make Madden and break into the gaming industry. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.